0: Hi, my name is Andrew Nippert, and I'm the Youth and Children's Pastor at Third Baptist Church in Marion, Illinois. Our youth group, Thrive, meets weekly on Sunday nights and Wednesday nights. Sunday nights is a high-energy gathering where we play games, sing songs, and study the Bible. Wednesday nights are our going deeper night where we spend the bulk of our time in small groups, building relationships with one another as we all attempt to understand God and genuinely follow Him together. What you're about to hear is a recording from our Sunday night gathering. You'll notice it is highly interactive. We'd love to have you join us in person every Sunday night. But in case you can't, we hope you enjoy this recording and that it helps you grow closer to God. If you have any questions about what you hear or would like more information about our church or youth group, feel free to contact us at tbmyouth at gmail.com. We hope you enjoy the podcast and that it helps you take the next step in your faith journey. You remembered. Grab your Bible or turn on your Bible app. Or if you don't have a Bible app on your phone and you're too lazy to go get a Bible and uh, no one wants to bring you a Bible, go ahead and pull up your Safari browser or your Google Chrome browser on your smart device and just Google uh, Ephesians chapter 2, and uh, you'll meet us there. Uh, are we recording this week, Stephen? All right, Stephen's band. Hey, give a big hand for Stephen back there, taking care of us every week, doing a being a champ back there. Awesome. All right. So, where are you guys here? Let me see some hands. Let me see some hands. Let's do the kindergarten thing. Brady. Okay. What else? Joe. Grow and develop his Christian. Okay, Maddie. Been at church your whole life. This is a habit. Okay, good. Okay, what else? Yeah, Pain. Read the Word of God. I like it. Good, good, yeah. To know where where you're going. Okay, okay, I like it. Yeah, Ryan. Ooh, to learn to spread. Okay, I like it, Maddie. Okay, okay, because, yep, there might be some people who their parents are making them come. Um, Anyone going to be, like, brutally honest like that and just be like, I'm here because my parents are making me? Anyone want to? Grandma, yeah, yeah, good, yeah, good. Okay, all right. Let me um, let me let me change the question up a little bit, okay? I don't just necessarily mean like in this room, like at youth group. I mean like, why are you here? Like, why do you exist? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing on the planet like that? Why? Why are you in this room right now? Why are you alive? What's what is what is going on? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go across the room here. Yeah, Alyssa. (laughs) Okay, Harley, Tyson. By accident, okay, all right, <laughs> do you really feel that way or, or are you or are you just throwing that out there? Do you really feel that way? Do you really feel like it's just an accident or do you do you mean that? what's that? everything's a blessing, okay, okay, so you're here because of blessing, okay, okay, yeah, uh Brady, okay, okay, yeah, um, yeah Joe, worship God, okay, yeah, Caleb. To serve a purpose, okay. Maddie? On purpose for a purpose, okay. For God's glory, okay. I like that, good, good. Ryan, last one. Okay, all right, let me ask this question. And this one is, I don't want to hear answers, I just want to see hands, okay. So so think for a second. Be honest, okay, just be honest. Have you ever really thought about that question before, like why, are y- why am I alive, why am I here, what, like, what, why do I even exist, if you've honestly thought about that like before tonight, go ahead and raise your hand, I'm just curious, I'm just curious to see, okay, all right, okay, good, um, a lot of people try to answer this question in different ways, a lot of people, what would your um, uh, biology teacher tell you from school? Mushrooms, okay. Big bang, apes. Solutions in a lab. Meteorite with the gremlins, okay, good, yeah, yeah, okay. Single-celled amoebas, yes. Somehow decided to start replicating themselves, okay. Came from fish, yeah, Cameron. Okay, so if that's all true... If that's all true, you know, humanity started out as goop, then what's the answer to this question? What's the answer to why are we here? Okay, okay, let's do the hand thing. People are are shouting things. Yeah, Brady. Okay, so the answer to the question why are you here is evolution. Okay, is that how we got here or why? How, okay. So can evolution answer this question? What is evolution's answer to the question why? No, there is an answer. Yeah, he did study theology. He came from a Christian background, yeah. Evolution's answer to why is survival and procreation. Why do you exist? You exist to survive and make more of yourself. Okay? That's, that's evolution's answer. To me, that's still not a why. That's, that's what they would say the why is. To me, that's a, like, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? You're surviving and you're procreating, okay? Um, but why? Why am I surviving? Why am I procreating? What, like, what is even the purpose behind it all? Yeah, Tyson. Okay, to live a perfect life, okay? Okay, okay, that's, that's fair. A lot, And most people live that way. Most people live that way. Um, and there are times in my life where I'm just trying to survive, like right now. I got a lot going on in my life right now. I'm, I'm just trying to keep my head above the water right now. I'm trying to trying to survive in a lot of ways um, and uh, not get too sick uh, at the same time and try not to drown in frigid water uh, <laughs> up there. Like, you guys don't understand how cold that was. That was like... It did. It was like a sauna last week. It was cold. All right. We could talk for a while about how the world answers this question. Okay, there are... Philosophers all throughout time, there are currently philosophers debating this topic, um, and they, they, they talk about big words like determinism um, and chance and chaos theory and things like this uh, to try to explain why we're here and what we're doing here and, and what the purpose is behind everything. We could talk about that for a while, but what we're going to talk about here tonight is how the Bible answers this question and specifically how God Answers this question. Does that sound cool? Can we do that together? We're gonna respect God, respect each other, and and dig in here for a little bit. And then the question for you is Am I gonna take God at His Word? Am I gonna take the Bible at face value uh, as it answers this question? Because here's the thing the way you answer this question is going to determine how you live your life. The way you answer this question will determine how you live your life. If you are just here to survive, and get what you can out of life while you're here, you're going to live a certain way. You are going to live a certain way. Um, The way I see it working out most of the time is people uh, either are very selfish in life, very self-centered, and they make the decisions that will be best for them at all times, in all ways. They seek pleasure in the moment, and it often leaves them very depressed. Because at the end of the day, they look at it and go, well, I don't even like know why I'm here. I don't know what the purpose is. I'm just having fun. Is that good enough? Is that good enough to live on? Fun? And fun is this funny thing because it seems like every time you manage to grab a hold of something that's actually truly fun, what happens to it? it r- yeah, it dissolves. You're like... Like, how many have, like, something that you're, like, looking forward to, and then you get there, and you're like, man, this, this isn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Like, and, 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 as, and even if it is great, even if it is great, all good things come to an end, right? Like, it's, it's crazy. Let's see what the Bible says. Pretty straight. What is the meaning of life? There's two verses that I want to share with you, and then we're going to focus in on the, on the second one here. Colossians 1.16 says this. For by him... Him is Jesus, for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. Okay, so this verse lays out two two principles for us. Where did we all come from? According to this verse. Carter. 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 (laughs) She's wrong. (laughs) Where do we all come from? First verse. Him. Who's him? Jesus. In context, him is Jesus. So, according to this verse, were you an accident? Are we the result of um, random chance over millions of years? No. Even if. Even if God was utilizing an evolutionary process of some kind, there is a purpose behind it. You are, you are not the result of random chance, according to this verse. All things were created by him. And not only does it tell us where we come from and how we got here, it tells us why we're here. What's the why in, in, first, in Colossians 1.16? What's the why? Why are we here, Brady? For him. Absolutely right, Brady. Did you catch that at the end of the verse? All things were created through him and for him. All things were created through him and for him. We'll talk more about that in a second. So let's move on to Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. All right, same question. What's the, what's the answer in Ephesians 2.10? Where did we all come from? How did we get here? Right, right. And how does it describe us there? Did you catch that word there? His workmanship. What's, what's a workmanship? What was that? Yeah, your craft. Okay, good. I like that. That's really good. Your creation. You're trying to fix something? Yeah. Um, it's it's the like how many of you have ever actually like built something or like artistically created something or like uh like a school how many had to do like a school project where you like built like a you know, the solar system or a catapult or something like that. Like, like, yeah. Okay. Most of us have built something or created something at some point in in our life. God says we, and specifically in context, this verse is talking about Christians. This verse is talking about followers of Jesus. And this verse is talking about how we've been remade uh, in, in Christ. But the application actually goes beyond that to, to us where it says we – are his workmanship. What does that mean? It means you are his creation. You're his masterpiece. Okay, there, there's a there's a translation that translates it that way, and I really like that. It's like you're the thing that he sat down, and he carefully sculpted it. He carefully painted it. He drew the outlines and then filled it all in, and, and he, he sculpted you from scratch. He He made you his masterpiece. Are we all together over there? That's who we are, according to this verse. Do you ever think about that? Like, I'm, I'm God's masterpiece. Like, like think about that for a second, because, because there's, there's a danger there. Because, guys, that doesn't mean we walk around uh, every girl we meet and go, "What's up, girl? I'm, I'm God's masterpiece for you." <laughs> you know, like I said, that's not the, that's not the purpose of that verse. Girls, same thing. You're not supposed to go around going. Piece, you yeah, that's my girl voice. I don't know. <laughs> I'm 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 a I'm a really bad girl. Um, what is that supposed to tell us? It's supposed to tell us you have value. Think about it. I I heard a guy put it this way one time, and I love it. The creator of all matter tells you you matter. Isn't that, isn't that great? I totally stole that from a comedian, actually. And I can't remember, I think it's Brad Stein is, is the comedian. It's this this awesome, awesome idea that you were made on purpose. You're a masterpiece. We're his his workmanship, the product of his his creative genius. You're that product, created in Christ Jesus. And then why? What's the why in this verse? That's how we got here. That's that's why we're here. But what's the why? To do good works. To do good works. Works that he created beforehand, before you were even on the planet, he had something prepared for you to do. Is that a crazy thought or what? That your life, not only do you personally have meaning and value, but your life has a purpose. God has something he wants you to do while you're here on planet Earth. You have a purpose, um, and Maddie said it earlier um, because uh, she remembered, or someone, someone said it earlier, uh, but I put it this way. Here's our big idea for tonight, okay, right? Joe, here's our big idea. Maddie, big idea. Brady, Brady, big idea, okay. Who's my other person? Uh, Caleb, Word, Caleb? Caleb is my big idea, okay? You, you're, you're, you're with me? Okay. You were created on purpose. And for a purpose. You guys have heard me say this all the time while I've been around here. And I wanted to really nail it down before I leave you. Is that, guys, you have a purpose. And you're here on purpose. You you have value. You have meaning. And your life here on earth, all the years that are laid out in front of you, have meaning. They have value. There is something that God put you here on planet Earth to do. Just think about that for a second. If, if God didn't have something for you to do, you would not be here. If God didn't value you for who you are, you would not be here. He made you the way you are on purpose. He gave you the skills, the abilities, the height, the shortness, the whatever. You are made exactly the way he wanted you to be because he has a specific thing he wants you to do. And that, to me, that is so freeing because I don't have all the answers in life. I really don't. Like like all the time, I've got big questions. I've got big questions I'm struggling with right now. But you know what I do know for sure? I know God wants me here. And there is something that I might not even know about that's coming down the line that he wants me to do. And, and what is my opportunity? My opportunity is I've been put here on earth to, to come to know God and make him known and, and do the works that he's put me here to do. Is that crazy or what? Is that not just like the most freeing thing you could imagine? It's, it's so good. Let's, let's break it down just a little bit more. Um. And, and I kind of kind of already said this. We, we read Colossians 1 already. Um, let me read to you Psalm uh, 139. Do I have time? Yeah, I've got time. This is great. We're doing, we're doing great on time. Psalm 139. This is hard to do with one hand. This is great. This is a classic passage in the Bible, okay? This passage right here is why I'm the strongest person that will ever be against, like, abortion, okay? Like, there's a lot of things that, like, I won't get into an argument about with you. Like, you can have your opinion. I can have my opinion. We can still be friends. Like, there's a lot of things I won't argue with you about. Um, but this is one thing I will, I will argue you, fight you to, like, all ends about this. Listen, listen, to, listen to this, what he says here, starting in verse 13. This is, this is uh, David talking to God. This is David talking to God, and he says, For you, God, formed my inward parts. You knitted me together That were formed for me. When as yet there was none of them. Listen to that last verse again. Listen to that last verse. This is is really cool. Are we all together? Your eyes saw my unformed substance in your book. Whose book? God's book. God's book were written every one of the days that were formed for me. When as yet there was none of them. So before I've even been born, he has already measured out all the days for me. Is that crazy or what? And yet, I have literally sat across from people and talked to people who who feel like they're an accident. They feel like they were a mistake. That they shouldn't be here. That their life has no purpose or value and they should just throw in the towel. They should just give it up. They should just end their own life. Guys... God put you here on purpose for a purpose. You, even if your parents, I hope none of your parents have ever told you this. Even if your parents told you you were an accident or a mistake or a surprise, right, right? (laughs) Listen, even, even if your parents believe that, it's not true for God. You weren't a surprise to God. You weren't an accident for God. It's not like he was like, man, I, don't, don't do it. No, ah, man, now I've got another kid i got to deal with. <laughs> like, that's not God. He planned you. He planned you. That's crazy. That's awesome. And again, that doesn't mean we walk around going, I was planned by God, you know, like, and I'm so cool. That's not, that's not the point. The point is to go, wow, I have a purpose. God actually cares about me. So on purpose and for purpose. We already read Ephesians 2.10. What what does John 3.16 say? We covered this last week. Brady, let's hear it. Or two weeks ago. Or, yeah, last week. Multiple truths taught in that verse. But the big one, God loves humanity who he has created. And he loved us in such a way that... He sent his son to die for us. Why? Why did Jesus die? So that we could have a relationship with God. God wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to live day in and day out with you. Think about this. The way the Bible describes the beginning, back in the beginning, in the Garden of Eden, God created man and woman, put them in the garden, and said, be fruitful and multiply. And and it says the Lord came and walked in the garden with them. Imagine waking up in the morning, and and God's just chilling there. You're like, he's like, good morning, my creation. Good good morning, my masterpiece. What, what What do you want to do today? You want to go swimming? Let's go swimming. Yeah, you want you, you want to go eat some fruit. You know, let's go eat some fruit, you know, but not that tree, right? Like let's let's go. Let's go get some like they got to hang out with their creator. That was what we were all designed to do. That is what we were designed to experience every day of our lives. And then think about in the end. Okay, so that's the beginning. Now think about all the way at the end of time for those of us who have chosen to to follow Jesus, who have been saved by Jesus, who have been forgiven, who who have been made new by Jesus. How do we spend eternity with the creator in heaven where we get to wake up in the morning and hang out with God? That's so cool. That's how we started. That's how we're going to end. But here in the middle, This thing called sin messes it all up and keeps us from God. And in the middle of all the sin, in the middle of all the evil and terrible things that happen on this planet, what do we do? We walk around and go, oh, my life is the worst. And I don't know why I'm here. And I I don't know. I feel like I don't have any purpose in this planet. I've had that feeling. I've had that feel and, and don't raise your hands, but probably some of you have had that, that moment where you're like, why am I even here? Like, what, what is this even accomplishing? Guys, when you have those kind of feelings and those kind of thoughts, they are the result of sin at work in this planet. And you know the one person who can deal with all that for you? It's Jesus. Because he wants to have a relationship with you. God made you to love you, to live with you, and he made you to work. He made you to work. Did you catch that in Ephesians 2.10? What, what's the why? Why are we put here? To do good works. Did you ever think about this? This kind of blew my mind. I didn't hear this until I was in college. I should have heard this before I was in college, but I didn't. So I'm, I'm giving you guys the heads up here, okay? This is going to blow your mind. We had jobs, okay? Humanity was given jobs, like things to do, before The fall. Before sin came onto the planet, we had jobs. We had a mission. We had a purpose. We had tasks to do. Right? You got to read the first couple chapters of Genesis to find out what they were. Okay? (laughs) Yep. Be fruitful, multiply. Care for the animals. Care for the garden. Name the animals. Separate out the animals. Watch over. Like, this. we had tasks. We were supposed to be the caretakers of the planet. The sub-rulers under God taking care of the planet. Like, I would not consider myself like a tree hugger, okay? But you know what? Our first job was we were given by God take care of the planet and take care of the animals in the planet. So to a certain extent, we should all take that pretty seriously. Now, where it breaks down for me is where you're, like, valuing earth and planet over humans and that's that's where i have a problem like humans are more important that's that's but that's another discussion for another time but listen we had jobs sin just made the jobs hard the fall just made the the jobs unpleasant but we've always we've always been created for works and here's the thing i don't know what the work is that god has planned for your life i said this at the beginning you know you've been created on purpose for a purpose, right? I don't know specifically what your purpose is. When I was sitting where you guys are sitting, I would have never guessed my purpose one day will be to go to Des Moines, Iowa. I would have never thought that. Like, I wouldn't have been, like, on the planet. I wouldn't have ever thought my purpose was to come to Marion, Illinois. I grew up (laughs) in Binghamton, New York, okay? That's an hour from Scranton, Pennsylvania, home of the office, okay? Okay? That's where I grew up. I, I didn't even know Marion existed. What do you mean? I don't know what God's purpose is for your life, specifically. I'm almost done. i got like 30 seconds. Don't lose me here. I don't know specifically what his purpose is for you in your life, but this is what I know. There is one. And this I know from the Bible. John 17 tells us, we don't have time to read it all right now, that we all... This is for everyone who has ever lived. This is God's hope for you, that you would come to know him and that you would make him known. So if nothing else, that's your purpose. If nothing else, that's your purpose, to know him and to make him known. Because Colossians told us we were created through him and for him. But that's all great. This is what I want you guys to hear tonight, guys. You are. We're created on purpose and for purpose. You have meaning, you have value, and your life does. And it's been my pleasure to get to be a part of that, that life. And I can't wait to see what he's going to do with all of you next. I mean that. So let's pray together tonight. Dear God, I thank you so much for putting each one of us here on earth. For creating us, for putting us here, for giving us tasks, for giving us missions for you. God, I ask that each one of us would live that way, like like we truly believe we're here on purpose and for a purpose, that we would come to know you and that we would make you known. I just thank you for, for letting us all be a part of this. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, that concludes our message for this week. Just a reminder, except for during some holidays and special events, our youth group Thrive gathers every week on Sunday nights from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. and on Wednesday nights from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Unless otherwise specified, our gatherings and events are for middle school and high school students in grades 6 through 12. We would always love to have you join us as we get together to learn what it truly means to thrive in this life by living the life that's found in Christ.